0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint, and I'm Alex Matthew. is the 6th of August. Here's everything that you need to know. The big talking point today, of course, is going to be the RBI's Monetary Policy Committee's decision on rates. The expectation this time around is split right down the middle with 21 economists polled by Bloomberg expecting rates to be cut by a further 25 basis points and the remaining 20 expecting a status quo. Catch all the live action on bloombergquint.com. Now, Ajay Tyagi was on Wednesday given an 18-month extension till February of 22 as the chairman of market regulator SEBI according to a personnel ministry order. The appointments committee of the cabinet headed by the Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, has approved extension of Thyagi's term for eighteen months with effect from September up to February. In the top corporate news, Housing Development Finance Corporation, or HDFC, has said that its board has approved the raising of 14,000 crore rupees through a qualified institutional placement of equity shares and warrants. Of the total, up to 10,000 crore rupees will be raised through the equity uh, shares route and the rest through warrants. For the equity shares on offer, the floor price of the issue has been fixed at Rs 1,838.94 per share and the company is regulatorily allowed to sell shares at a 5% discount to that price. The board has also approved raising up to Rs 9,000 crore rupees through non-convertible debentures. Now, advocate Prashant Bhushan's tweets, which prompted a contempt notice against him by the Supreme Court, do not qualify as contempt and were a well-intentioned critique. According to Dushan Dave, who is arguing his case in court, he said this yesterday. He was arguing on behalf of Bhushan and he essentially questioned the direction of the court to list the matter for hearing, saying that it was based on a petition which was defective in as much as it did not have the required consent of the Attorney General of India or the Solicitor General. The Supreme Court bench has reserved judgment in the case. India's largest education startup, has acquired a small peer for about $300 million as it aims to expand its reach at a time when online education startups are witnessing explosive growth amid the COVID-19 outbreak. Baijus said in a statement on Wednesday that it acquired Mumbai-based White Hat Junior in an all-cash deal without disclosing the deal size. But according to one person in the know, that was at about $300 million. In international news, the volatile chemical that Lebanese authorities blame for Tuesday's lethal blast in Beirut had been lying in storage at the city's port for nearly six years in spite of warnings from customs officials about its hazards, according to documents. The ammonium nitrate arrived as cargo on the ship Rosas in 2014, according to two letters issued by the Directorate General of Lebanese Customs. For reasons that are unclear, dock workers unloaded the chemical which can be used to make fertilizers and explosives and put it into storage. In other news, Facebook's Instagram photo-sharing app is launching its clone of TikTok in more than 50 countries just a week after Chief Executive Officer Mark Zuckerberg defended the company's copycat strategies to US lawmakers at an antitrust hearing. This, of course, has to be seen in the context of the virtual political storm that is brewing between the US and China around TikTok. The product by Instagram is called Reels, and it lets people edit 15-second clips of videos together, along with music, uh, just like on TikTok. It will be embedded into Instagram in the US and elsewhere, according to the company who said this in a blog post yesterday in international markets u.s stocks saw strong gains with the dow leading the charge it gained 1.4 percent while the s p 500 and the nasdaq climbed just over 0.5 percent the three early rises in the asia pacific region are off to a positive start too and with that it's over to Hormus fatakia for the trade setup for the day in
1: india good morning Hormuz. how are we looking today Thanks for that, Alex. Good morning to you and to all our listeners as well. Today is a news heavy as well as an earnings heavy day. We are just a few hours away from the decision of the Monetary Policy Committee and that will be a key trigger for the markets. Another factor that will play on the minds of traders will be the weekly options expiry of the Nifty and Bank Nifty contracts. Financials will continue to take center stage and HDFC will be the one to focus on. The housing finance company has launched a QIP, as Alex mentioned earlier. The floor price of the issue is a 4% premium to Wednesday's closing price. Staying with financials, Canara Bank in its post-earnings release said that over 22% of its loan book remains under moratorium. The bank has reported earnings late on Wednesday, where its net interest income was higher, while asset quality improved on a sequential basis. Wednesday was not a good day for real estate companies. After Godrej Properties earlier in the day, DLF reported a loss for the June quarter as well. The rental business of the company took a hit due to the COVID-19 lockdowns. The company in its post-earnings release said that it has managed to reduce its net debt by over 40 crore rupees during the quarter. The results of Adani Gas missed estimates on the revenue and profit front. The management has said that the total Adani Gas joint venture will apply for a fuel retail licence in India. Reaction to stocks like Castrol on this news will also have to be monitored. Other companies that reported earnings late on Wednesday and will react to those today include JK Lakshmi Cement, Ionox Leisure, Apollo Tyres, Hawkins Cooker and Birla Soft. Some important non-index names reporting earnings today include Lupin, Hindustan Petroleum, Vodafone Idea, Pidilite, Whirlpool, Blue Star, Canfin Homes and Deepak Nitrite. In some key brokerage notes, Morgan Stanley has initiated coverage on Asian pains with an equal weight rating and a price target of Rs 1,810. The brokerage has cited slow demand in the near term and full valuations as the rationale behind their equal weight rating. On to some other stocks in focus, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology has increased its stake in NIIT Limited, acquiring a further 2.1% stake in the company. It now owns close to 4% stake in the company. The promoters of Max Financial Services sold 2.2% stake in the company on Wednesday at 535 rupees per share. A sector that will continue to remain in focus is the metal space. The index ended 4% higher on Wednesday and has gained in 7 out of the last 8 trading sessions. As we gear up for the start of trade, the SGX Nifty is trading higher by over 30 points, close to levels of 11,150. You can get details on all these stocks in our All You Need To Know copy on BloombergQuint.com. And with that, I wish you all a safe stay in this rainy weather and I hand it back to Alex.
0: Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to the show on the IBM podcast app?